What's up? What's up? <laughs> Shout out to Martin Payne for the intro today. Let's go, guys. Peace and blessings to you guys. Welcome back to another edition of the Common Guy podcast here on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. We're back. We're excited. I'm your host, Austin Durham. Hope you guys had a fantastic week this week. We got a jam-packed episode number nine, and I'm going to bring my best to you guys. Again, I hope you guys' this week has just been going good, spending time with your loved ones, family and friends, people that, that, that have your best interests at heart. I had a first crazy week at work on my new job, training and learning. I want to go over today on how's it feel to be at a new job, challenges of being in a new environment, being the new guy, as they say. Someone said it's like jumping into a Netflix series your first episode is season five. So you, you know, you're not really familiar with everybody you're hopping in. Um, it was a interesting week, but I'm getting more acclimated, getting my schedule down. Um, we will recap some of the NBA action. The playoffs are ramping up, getting into that second round, recapping the Brooklyn getting swept by the Boston Celtics. Last week, we talked about Brooklyn a little bit. I wanted them to make it. I wanted them to be able to face James Harden and them, but they did not do that. Celtics are too good, and the Celtics at the number one defense in all of the NBA right now. I want to talk about why the Brooklyn Nets and so many other NBA teams don't end up working out. So we'll get into that. Um, First of all, I want to start off by saying you can't just throw superstars together and get chemistry, especially diva superstars, you know, in the NBA in particular, it's a five on five game. So superstars dictate the game. You know, we know in, in baseball and football, it's all about a team effort, but in the NBA, you can have two or three superstars that carry your team, you know, to, to the next level. They had that. They, they put together James Harden, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and they were never able to be on the court all at the same time. Um, James Harden didn't want to be there. Um, and then you had Durant hurt for some of the time. Kyrie didn't get the vaccine, so he could only play on the road. It was just a weird scenario for them in a regular season. But you can't just throw superstars together and think that you're going to get chemistry and championships. You know, as an example, when the 2008 Celtics threw their super team together and it was the first modern day, quote unquote, super team that we had. They won a championship because all three of those players, it was a great exception to the rule, by the way. They won a championship because all three of those players had faced so many lo- uh, losses in their career and that they were ready to all come together and commit the teamwork and whatever it took to win in a title. Um, that is why they that is why they were ended up being successful that year. I remember I remember that year I was in uh, leaving middle school, going into high school, and the 2008 Boston Celtics were just amazing to watch. You also had Rondo. You had Kendrick Perkins. You had good bench players, James Posey, Leon Poe. So you had guys that when they fully bought in, Doc Rivers is the coach, the fans fully bought in. That team was special. They didn't have a bunch of divas. They had a bunch of people that are willing to humble themselves for the greater good. And I relate that to in life, we cannot, we cannot 
not buy in. We, we, when we buy into something, we have to go wholeheartedly on something, whether that's your relationships, whether that's your job, whether that's your, your friendships. You know, In life, we cannot play the fence. I don't care what we're talking about, uh, especially, you know, I related, obviously what's going on with me lately is, is my faith. I'm building my faith. Um, I'm building my relationship with, with Jesus. And so we cannot play the fence with that. And I've played the fence for years, you know. Um, so when we buy in, that's when we get, no matter what it is, when we totally buy in a hundred percent is when we get the true benefits In any walk of life, we can't throw people together and think that we're going to bring greatness together. We can't play the fence. We can't all buy in. And, and I don't think the Brooklyn Nets bought in. And so hence they got swept by the Celtics and we're on. So, um, chemistry is what makes and the and the Celtics chemistry is just way better. Uh, let's just call it like it is. So chemistry is what makes our workplaces, our friendships, our marriages, and our sports teams great. That's what makes them great. It's not superstars. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen it with the New England Patriots over the years. Those teams were always chemistry. Did they always have the best players in the league, the best roster? No, but you had a great leaders. Belichick and Brady were your leaders. You had a great offensive lines and then a bunch of players that were willing to buy into a system. And that's what that's what ends up prevailing. So um, yep, NBA playoffs ramping up. There's some good matchups that we'll be discussing the deeper that we get in there. Uh, it's a huge weekend in the world of combat sports that we'll recap, especially the UFC. There were some really meaningful bouts last night that I uh, enjoyed. We did have the first women's main event in the history of Madison Square Garden. We've got at least we got to at least talk about this for a second because it was so meaningful to the world of combat sports. I am not the biggest boxing fan. Um, I'm more of a boxing historian than I am current day boxing, although I love Tyson Fury and the Deontay Wilder series. I'm not a huge boxing fan, but what Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor did last night was pretty special. The first women's main event, as I said, in the history of Madison Square Garden, um, Two unbelievable world-class fighters. Katie Taylor was 20 and 0 coming in. Now she's 21 and 0, getting the the unanimous decision. And then you've got Amanda Serrano, who was 49 and 1 last night. Now she moves to 49 and 2. But it was just amazing to 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 kind of see some articles on that. I did not get a chance to watch the fight, but I watched somebody break down round by round, and uh, it looked like Katie Taylor was pretty much staying on the outside and dominating in the fight for the most part. It looked like Miranda, uh, Amanda Serrano won a few rounds, but for the most part, um, out of 10 rounds, it looked like Katie Taylor got about seven rounds. So um, props to her. Katie Taylor is 21-0, and 0 and she has nothing left to prove. Um, neither neither fighter has nothing left to prove as far as that goes. Their, their records speak for themselves. So um, switching gears, it was a huge night for the UFC Huge night for a couple of fighters that are actually my favorite fighters to watch. So it was exciting for me. Um, Andre the Pitbull Arlovsky, ladies and gentlemen. This man, let me just recap on this and slow it down. This man has been fighting in the UFC since 2006, ladies and gents. He is 43 years old 
and he is on a four-fight win streak. This is unheard of. You don't do this, you know, and even when you do do this, he's in the right division to do it. You do it in the heavyweight division. You never see lightweight fighters go this deep because lightweight, when you're 40 years old, you've been out for five years or so. Like, this is unheard of. He's 43, and he still looks great. Now, I thought that he lost a split decision, to be honest with you, but that's why I'm not a judge for the UFC. Apparently, they seen something I didn't see. I saw Andre land more punches, but Collier landed the more significant strikes, and he got a takedown as the time expired in the third, and I personally thought he had done enough. Um, On a better note, in the Bantamweight division, our main event was absolute fireworks. Um, Two red-hot fighters, Marlon Cheeto Vera, one of the most popular fighters in the sport, who has been on fire, and then Rob Font. Two guys that have won three or four fights in a row since their last loss was to the same guy, the king of Rio, Jose Aldo. So both of these guys were on a tear. They met up at the perfect time, main event. Now, Rob Font did miss weight by two and a half pounds. He sacrificed uh, 20% of his purse to Marlon Cheeto Vera, which I'm sure Cheeto is happy about. And, and, you know, and Cheeto gets the win and 20% of the purse. So and it had to get fight of the night. So there's another 50 grand to each of the guys. So Marlon Cheeto Vera had a very good night. Um, Rob Font is a guy who I've seen him get in some flat out wars But Rob Vaughn is a guy who maybe has the best jab in all of combat sports. Arguably, arguably. I mean, I'm not saying he does. You know, Max Holloway, uh, a couple other guys are right up there with him. But, I mean, Rob Font is a top 10 striker. I would be willing to say he's a top 10 striker in the UFC. And Cheeto just marched him down, took over 200 significant strikes from Rob Font, and delivered some huge strikes and a nasty flying knee to the side of the temple of Rob Font put him down. He almost finished him like three or four times, but he just did not, he did not fully get the finish because Rob Font is just that tough. So what a fight that was main event. If you have ESPN plus, I beg you to go back and watch it. It's like 35 minutes of the, the most competitive UFC action that you can see. So let's switch gears. So Like I was saying earlier when I did the intro, so we're talking about being on a new job. And when you get there, it's always tough those first three or four days until you get acclimated. Um, You know, it's tough meeting the new people on your job, learning names, learning the actual task of the job when everyone around you is already so uh, involved in everything they have to do on a day-to-day basis and you're coming in and you don't know shit about what you're actually going to be doing. So that it's just been tough. Uh, but I did, I started working at this brokerage uh, firm and it's just this awesome environment. You know, uh, they got a basketball hoop that if you get bored or you get, you want to stretch your legs, you can go and shoot basketball. They got a ping pong table that I saw guys in their downtime. They're over there playing. It's a laid back atmosphere. But it's all business, too. You can tell everybody's committed. Everybody's working hard. But work hard and play hard environment. So uh, I'm sure by the second or third week on the job, 
it'll be a breath of fresh air. It always is. You know, you kind of get acclimated. You get used to it. You get more relaxed. And when you get more relaxed, you would think you get a little lazier. But for me, when I get more relaxed, I'm able to work harder and work more effectively because I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm saying. And then it just trickles down from there. So um, working in a field that I've never worked in before. So I love taking on new challenges and learning new things. I'm very thankful to be working at a company like this. Uh, seems to be falling. Everything seems to be falling into place, you know. And I can contribute that to being more obedient to what God has been telling me to do in my life. Stop doing some of my selfish habits that I've been talking to you guys about. Stop, you know, lusting over women. Stop smoking weed. Stop, you know, just just doing stuff that morally, for me anyways, just makes me feel wrong and, and doesn't necessarily make my life healthier and happier. So um, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Also, I want to say I've been reading my Bible more and more lately than I ever have. I purchased a new Bible at Barnes and Noble, as well as a book called Unbreakable by Jay Glazer. Guys, you have to understand, I haven't been in a library or a Barnes and Noble since I left high school. Um, I lie. I actually have, uh, when I was in college for a couple of years, went in their library and stuff. But as far as going in the library to either rent a book or buy a book of my own and take it home and read, that's something that I just haven't did. So it's new for me. I'm switching up some of my habits. And with that, I bought a new Bible. I bought the book uh, Unbreakable by Jay Glazer. Uh, Jay Glazer, of course, is an amazing NFL beat writer, one of the best to ever do it. And his book is discussing how he overcomes anxiety and depression and uses it as motivation and uh it's just it's phenomenal i'm a couple chapters in already and it is uh it's already made me laugh cry and uh and be entertained so um i heard him talk about this book with ariel harwani and he broke down why he wrote it and who he wrote it for and i felt like he was literally talking to me in the video um so I'm, I'm a, like I said, I'm a couple chapters in and I'm, I'm just enjoying it. Check it out if you get a chance. I haven't been to a Barnes and Nobles in, in, in years. And when I was actually in there, it's like, wow, this feels good. I'm in here not to watch TV, not for mindless entertainment. I'm in here to like expand my horizons. I'm in here to like, you know, create a new hobby for myself, uh, a self-improvement, if you will. So I recommend everyone does this. Get out of your comfort zone. If you're used to playing video games and watch TV, then put them down for two weeks and read a book and go running. You know, uh, what it will do for your mind to switch up what you're used to. We get so into our norms and we don't get out of those norms and you stay in a comfort zone and when you're in a comfort zone too much it's just an idle mind is just not good and and our, our mind stays idle when we're in our comfort zone so i encourage you know get out of your comfort zone it makes us stronger it makes us better people um continue to keep trying to be your best guys 
I'm going to be bringing you this podcast weekly. I'm enjoying it. I'm back on track with it. This is the third week in a row. Uh, send your messages into the podcast. I think that there's a link there that you can send in a request or you can send something that you want us to talk about. Um, I'm appreciative to anybody that tunes in. And if this podcast is entertainment for one person, then I've done enough, you know. Um, you know, switching gears again. Next weekend, we got. UFC 274. I am super excited. I'm going to have a watch party. Watch party. Sorry. Can't talk today. I'm going to have a watch party with some people, some buddies that are going to come over. I'm excited about that. Uh, Main event. We got Justin the Highlight Gaethje versus Charles Dubronx Oliveira, which is for the 155 pound title. Anybody can win this fight. I haven't seen the odds on it, but it should be pretty even. Um, If I had to put my money on it, if I had to bet, I would say that Charles Oliveira wins by submission. This guy is just the bet. He's a top three jujitsu guy in all of mixed martial arts. And I would just say that it's probably a good bet that he does. But we know that Justin Gaethje has phenomenal wrestling. Um, His only recent loss is to Khabib on that retirement fight. And... You know, I mean, who isn't losing to Khabib later in his career? He was just in the zone. He was in the zone that night versus Justin. Um, Justin did look good in the first round, and some even say that Justin won the first round. Um, he had some crazy leg kicks that really that really dominated uh, the first round in that fight with Khabib, but then Khabib just took him to the second round and just did whatever he wanted to do. He literally said that he did a try. He said he did a triangle because he didn't want to break Justin's arm in front of his dad. Like that's how good Khabib is. He's like, you know what? I think I'll just do this submission so I don't embarrass you in front of your people. It's just ridiculous. So um, I'm really looking forward to that main event. But the whole card from top to bottom is stacked. Some buddies are going to come over. We're going to have some pizzas. We're going to. I'm guessing some of my buddies are going to enjoy some beer. Right now, I am on a fast from. From all of that, uh, not saying I'll never have a beer or a glass of wine again. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily wrong, but in the fashion that I was doing it for so long, I was going overboard and I was doing too much. So this weekend, I'm just going to enjoy the fights, sit back with some buddies and just enjoy. We got Thug Rose defending her belt versus somebody who she's lost to before. This is a different Thug Rose, though, but Carla Esparza beat her. Uh, in, during the Ultimate Fighter. So this is an interesting, and I'm pretty sure bes- besides Jessica Andrade slamming Thug Rose on her head and uh, Carla Sparza, I don't think Thug Rose has lost more than two fights. So, and if she did, I think she lost to Joanna, Joanna, Jojacek. So maybe three losses maximum. Um, so Thug Rose will be defending her title. And I think that that's the best possible thug rose right now training with trevor whitman training with justin gaethje and kamara Usman. thug rose is the most confident she's ever been you've seen her last couple fights come out i'm the best i'm the best like she literally knows it her husband pat barry former heavyweight in the ufc he is just training her super hard so i mean it's just bound to be fireworks this weekend speaking of fireworks we got michael chandler versus tony ferguson which is guaranteed fireworks guaranteed bloodbath pretty much to be quite honest with you i think michael chandler ends up winning the fight 
but you never know with Tony Ferguson. And if Tony doesn't win this fight after getting smashed by Gaethje, losing to Benil Dariush, losing to Oliveira the way that he did, I just think that it might be Tony's last fight with the UFC. Um, on top of everything, we got two ageless wonders. One is making their UFC retirement fight. And one is probably going to retire in the ring afterwards. So we got the ageless wonder, Mauricio Shogun Hua. Somebody else that I grew up on, man. This is somebody who I was in high school playing on a video game. And it's 2022. And he's still getting into a steel cage and fighting. This is crazy. Shogun's fight in Ovent St. Prue. Um, OVP. OSP, sorry. Um, and so... Him and Cowboy Cerrone are probably going to retire at the end of the night, I would say. So it's going to be a special night. Cowboy, Donald Cowboy Cerrone said he wanted to fight in front of fans because obviously he did a couple fights with the COVID thing going on. He had to fight at the apex. But Donald Cowboy said he wanted to fight in front of some fans for his retirement fight. Asking you shall receive. It's going to be Phoenix, Arizona, sold out close to where he trains in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This is perfect. Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Joe Lozon, two veterans at the same point of their career. Donald's not overmatched like he has been the last couple fights where he honestly got his ass whooped in the last couple fights because he was just up against too good of competition. We saw what Connor did to him in 38 seconds. We saw, you know, a couple of bad outings for Cowboy. So I hope Cowboy can finish his career on his terms with a win in front of some fans drinking a Budweiser in his Cowboy hat. That's what I hope happens. Both of these guys I've been watching, Joe Lozon too. Both of these guys I've been watching since I was in high school. So it's going to be a special night. A lot of emotions, uh, a lot of highs and lows with Chandler and Ferguson and Gaethje and Thug Rose. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I'm smiling right now. Just waiting for it. Um, so next week, guys, I will be recapping all of these fights in detail what happened on each individual matchup from the Cowboy fight to the Thug Rose fight to the Shogun to the Chandler all the way to Thug Rose and Gaethje. We will be going over what happened in all of these fights, what I thought about it, where these fighters go from here. We'll also be talking further into the NBA playoffs and further into life, guys. You guys have a great week. Thank you again for tuning in. I love you guys. Peace.